Happy Days is filmed before a live audience. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, tonight, live from Arnold's Drive-In and Milwaukee Fried Chicken Stand, You Wanted to See It brings you one of the most exciting events it's ever been our privilege to bring. Okay, kids, Arnold's is proud to present Kenosha, Wisconsin's own Weezer. Oh, <laughs> please, try the fish. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Weezer Has Turned and Left Us Here. I'm Matt. Hey, I'm Sarah. Yeah, we're here to talk more Weezer stuff with y'all. I'm really excited for two reasons. Because you're from the south of 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 the west western part of the US. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm really, really excited for two reasons. One, because of the subject of today's episode, but two, because I had a glass of iced tea before Oh, we started so all that caffeine is <laughs> anytime I have caffeine before a podcast, it's either really great or really terrible. Like I'm either like really fun and awesome or I'm just like slurring my words together because I'm talking so fast. So we'll find out which one. So one of these is. episodes, we'll just get you a monster. Drink <laughs> no, and give it to you right That before. would kill me. <laughs> what have you been up to, Sarah? Editing a lot of podcasts. Oh, yeah, actually. That's weird. <laughs> Uh, yeah, cause I have two new podcasts, it's like this one and, um, another one about Don Bluth movies. I don't know why I'm like promoting a new podcast Who on cares? a new podcast. It's, it's our <laughs> podcast, so we can do it over the hill. Well, it's called the Bluth, the whole Bluth and nothing but the Bluth. And it's about Don Bluth movies. So if you're an animation nerd, uh, you know who he is and you can go check it out. But what have you been up to? Any, any podcast related things? Well, I recorded one of our podcasts, one of my Ooh. podcasts, and I'm not sure when that's coming out. It might be out. It might not. Actually, it by the time this by the time this is up, it better be out. <laughs> but that's only 90s kids. It's about 90s stuff we're talking about. Since we grew up in the 90s, my friend and I, uh, who was born, he was also born right around the same time as us. Hmm. He was born, he's two days younger than me. What? So, wait, yeah. so how, wait, I forget how many days My, mine's the 13th so okay so he's two days he's, he's the 15th oh he's four day f- six day whatever math he's <laughs> younger than me nine. as well <laughs> yeah so every year on uh, july 14th we get together and we hang out on the oh. day between our birthdays oh that's so cool but then now since neither of us are drinking it's like what are we gonna do this year we usually just go out and drink <laughs> record a podcast yeah, that'll probably be it. <laughs> oh, that'll... you should do like a birthday episode where you talk about your 90s birthdays. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Yeah. I will forget that in <laughs> four months when that... Oh, God. Or three months when that happens. Yeah. Uh, but we are... Weezer has turned and left us here. I don't think we said that, but if you I, clicked it, you know. Yeah, I said, I said it at the beginning. Oh, really? <laughs> what is What is this podcast? I guess we didn't say that part. Oh, like this one specifically? No, well, just the podcast in general. If, yeah, what if it's so, somebody's first episode? Exactly. Yeah. If you're just joining us, you know, we only have three other episodes. What is wrong with you? No, I'm just kidding. You're you're fine. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we have a lot of feelings about Weezer. We really like talking about Weezer. And I think that, uh, Weezer, man. Weezer. Yeah. So we, many we, complicated feelings. Like 
I'm really excited for today's episode because I love everything we're going to talk about and I think it's amazing, but we're going to get to things that it's like maybe we don't like as much, but we have things to say about them. So if you're a Weezer fan or you used to be a Weezer fan or you've never heard of Weezer, welcome. If you've never heard of Weezer, why are you listening to this? <laughs> no, because they like us. <laughs> maybe we're just fun. <laughs> no, that can't be it. No, that's um, definitely not it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do have to say that since we started recording this podcast i've been listening to a lot more weezer and researching a lot more weezer and i've been i've been liking weezer again a lot more can i say for some reason and i think it was maybe because i edited one episode where we mentioned maladroit but one day i was just like i want to listen to maladroit because i haven't listened to that in a while and i oh, listened yeah. to it and i was like huh <laughs> and we'll talk about maladroit at some other time because that's such an interesting album it's so weird but yeah uh, yeah i listened to it i was like huh i remember this that's cool. But for now, we're going to talk about the Blue Album, or specifically yeah. the music videos from the Blue Album. <sighs> so excited. This is, uh, we've bo- we've said it before, this is both of our favorite albums, I believe. It's mine yes. at least. I, I think now, at this time in my life, yes. I think Pinkerton used to be my favorite album. Yeah. But, I, <laughs> yeah, I know we've talked about it. It's like, it's, the lyrics are strange. Oh, can we mention, because... As of this recording, it'll have come out like a month prior, yeah. but that they, uh, Weezer was on the NPR Tiny Desk Oh, yeah, concert. the Tiny Desk concert. Yeah, which is cool. I love those little Tiny Desk concerts, but um, they played four songs, but one of them was Across the Sea. Which is so weird that they play well, that. Yeah, because like, it's... Do they play it, it live anymore? I don't know. I could well, look it up. Well, it's weirder because like when... And I don't want to get too much into Pinkerton because that's not what this episode is about. But it's like when that song came out, Rivers was probably like 26, which is weird in itself. But now he's like 50 and he's singing this song about an 18 year old girl. That's actually about like a 15 year old girl. <laughs> so it's just, But it was still so cool. To see. <laughs> I, I know, hate that I liked like, oh. it. And, and it was acoustic, which I, yeah. I never heard an acoustic version of that. Oh, musically, it's such a great song. I'm so annoyed. I'm so annoyed yeah. that that song's so good. <laughs> Just looking at their setlist.fm and the last mm. concert, they didn't play it. Mm. So maybe that was just a special thing for that. Maybe. But I, I did notice on that, tiny. if you haven't watched the Tiny Desk concert, I'd recommend watching it. Yeah, it is we'll interesting. It. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also the voice, like this different songs from the different eras you could tell his voice has changed since then yes like yeah. the most the song that he did or was high as a kite was the one mm-hmm. yeah he it's like oh yeah his voice sounds really good on this on this song that they wrote six months ago and just right. recorded yeah yeah and even like just getting into the topic of this episode i mean we're gonna mainly talk about the music videos but the songs themselves like you can tell that his voice is di- like almost like the lower registers of his voice c- are coming through more in the yeah he's just getting earlier. old <laughs> yeah he's just, yeah I mean look we're all getting old yeah it's fine I'm not judging anyone for getting old but there's something to these early songs that are just like his voice is so powerful and so great yeah so. no one can be like uh, not everyone can be Aretha Franklin and still have yeah, a great yeah. voice when you're in your seventies yeah <laughs> <laughs> blow the roof off the Kennedy Center yeah honors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sadly, I don't think. No. I wonder if they'll ever get a Kennedy Center honor. <laughs> Probably not. I don't. I, don't, I laughed so hard. I know because then I thought about it, I'm like, no wait, it's like bands like Led Zeppelin that get it, or the <laughs> yeah. Beatles. 
That's true. So uh, let's pretend I never said that. Yeah, but we'll leave it in. I won't cut it out. Oh, no, don't cut it out. Everyone <laughs> needs to hear how stupid I am. <laughs> and at least that I acknowledge, wow, what I just said was really dumb. <laughs> hey, as long as you're learning. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, let's get into, let's yeah. get away from my stupidity and get into the videos where Let's get we into watched. my stupidity. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the Blue Album, uh, as everyone probably knows or maybe you don't know, came out in 1994. So all these videos are from 1994, 1995 maybe was the first. uh, Well, the first one we're going to talk about is Undone, the sweater song, right? So Undone, uh, the this video was Weezer's first music video. You know what? I didn't plan On to give it. the history of this. <laughs> no, I'm trying to figure out when this video was even done, but I think it was like 1995 or so. I Let's could see, be music totally music video wrong. is 90, 94. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was on the I was scrolling through the discography page on Wikipedia <laughs> while you were talking. Oh, but good. The, so the first Undone and Buddy Holly came out in '94. Oh, okay. Spike Jones directed both. Yes. And I think that's really interesting that it's Spike Jones who directed yeah. it because now you know he was an Oscar-nominated director. Yeah. Well, and he's known for doing lots of music videos, but yeah. it's interesting too that he's done like theatrical feature films like adaptation being john malkovich some really her, yeah her mm-hmm. i love that movie i love it uh i don't know why yeah, i'm defending it like everyone hates it i feel like there's some backlash against her it's i haven't little... seen it since it came out so i can really i love it i own it it's that good i think you're, you're a film nerd though like yeah. i've never seen being john malkovich Oh, it's so good. I, I think it when like I something I'd like, but I've just never seen it. I think when I saw it, I was a little too young and it was too weird for me. But oh, then yeah, I watched it as an adult and I was like, oh, good. This is the right time for me to watch this. It's definitely a weird premise. Yeah. Well, so is adaptation. I mean, two Nicolas Cages. Oh, <laughs> yeah. One Nicolas Cage is enough. <laughs> <laughs> One member of the Coppola family is enough. <laughs> oh, and yet there are so many of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the music video... But there's no video, Coppola's in Undone. The, that we know of. <laughs> uh, so Weezer's first music video... I'm reading... I'm on Weezerpedia, by the way. Oh, okay. um, but according to River's Edge, The Weezer Story by John D. Lurson, which is a book I have not read, but I, I know, know of we it. Need to, I need to we'll, we'll read it. that and read it. Um, the band insisted that the video not have anything to do with a sweater, yet Geffen received 25 treatments for the video, all involving sweaters including one in which the band played in a sweater factory. Oh, God. What what does a sweater factory look like? I don't know. Just like some people knitting? I don't know. And another (laughs) wherein all four band members were together in one giant sweater. (laughs) Oh, the video marks one of the early... Oh, one of the early directorial efforts of Spike Jones, whose pitch was simply a blue stage, a steadicam, and a pack of wild dogs. The $60,000. Yeah, they're just like golden retrievers. I know. They're like the <laughs> cutest little like fluffy yeah. dogs. I would not describe those as wild dogs. Yeah. Uh, the $60,000 video was shot on a steady cam. And I, I don't know if uh, $60,000 is a high number for a music video. I low. Think that's low. 
Probably. It seems very low, but I mean, when you look at, I mean, just look at Buddy Holly, how oh, much yeah. more expensive that has to be. Yeah. I mean, this was just in a blue room with some dog. Like, honestly, you're paying for what? Blue paint and the dog rental. Yeah. I think. And the steady cam. You know, so, a steady cam, for those who don't know, is a. Uh, I'm it's just trying to use my film degree. <laughs> yeah, it's basically like you stra- it straps. Like there are specifically steady cam operators out there who that's all they do. And they're really good at it because you have to be really strong. Like you strap this camera yeah. onto yourself and it kind of has a little, like it keeps it steady. So it doesn't bump up and down when you're walking. Um, so it was shot on a steady cam and one unbroken take featuring the band playing up, uh, to a sped up version of the song and then in post they slow it down. So it looks like they're oh, moving yeah, in slow motion. That. Yeah. Which you don't, I don't even really notice it till the dogs come in. You kind of notice it in the way River's hair is like bouncing and it's kind of, <laughs> his, oh God, his hair. his hair, he, he looks like he has the same haircut I did when I was 10, <laughs> just a bowl haircut. It's so good. He looks so young. I mean, he in, was young, but in all these, in these, all three of these videos we're talking about, he looks like a child. They all kind of do. <laughs> I mean, especially when we get to say it ain't so. But, oh yeah. But yeah, that bowl haircut that he has is ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, it's classic. Um, this says that the one take was shot over 25 times and the final version is somewhere between shot number 15 and shot number 20 in which the band had abandoned the idea of taking the video seriously at all. The humor was brought on by the frustration of shooting the same take over and over to a sped up version of the song, as well as the fact that one of the dogs defecated on Patrick Wilson's bass drum pedal. (laughs) I, yeah, I, I've, I've always heard that like a little piece of trivia we know they say don't work with kids or animals (laughs) that's kind of like how did that happen isn't he i guess he's not there the entire time but still the dog's not gonna poop like next to you (laughs) hey when you gotta go you gotta go there's one thing i know about animals is that they don't uh they don't care they don't care where they go uh yeah so this video is like it's so simple but it's so great and I don't even know why. And I think it's because it's simple with like a little twist with the dogs. Well, and we could talk about the twist at the very beginning Mm -hmm. where it's, so if you watch the video in the beginning, it's in black and white and they're going through a hallway. And then when they get into the room, it turns, it flips 180 degrees and all of a sudden you realize everything you're looking at before was upside down. Yeah. And so cool listening to the commentary on what's the name of that DVD? Again? Oh, the Weezer video capture device. Yeah. I'll never remember that. So I'm just going <laughs> to ask you every time. Uh, one of the band members said, Oh yeah, it's just people hanging there with the gravity boots from the ceiling. Yeah. And it looks like they're just standing there hanging out, but then you realize, Oh, they're upside down. And yeah. they put, even put in the door upside down or at I least wanna, the signs on the door. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know if like after, well, I guess they probably just like, had the steady cam guy walk through the hallway. And then as soon as those people were out of frame, they kind of like let them loose, yeah. let them down from the oh, ceiling. They, didn't oh, have to oh, no, they're, they're just hanging upside down the entire time, <laughs> the entire day. <laughs> oh God. The blood rushing to your head. Yeah. I think that's your arms getting tired dangerous. from like holding them up. <laughs> yeah. But that's so cool. And such a little weird, interesting detail. That now looking back at it, it's like, oh, that's a Spike Jones thing. That's yeah. a super Spike Jones thing to mm-hmm. do. He, and again, it's like something that, things. yeah, it's like something that, it, again, it's very simple and it's like, oh, it's the band playing their song, but you have these little touches that really make it unique. And that's, yeah. 
so cool. Um, I loved watching this with commentary. Again, the, the commentary on the video capture device has um, Brian, Pat, Scott, who wasn't in the band at the time of these videos, and yeah. Carl. No Rivers on the commentary. Of course. He must no have Matt. been busy. <laughs> Um, but I loved it. One of the things I love about the commentary and we'll talk more about I mean, them. We don't know that rivers wasn't in the room for the commentary. <laughs> Do you think he, he might've just there? never said a word. <laughs> that's even better. I hope that, I hope that's true. Or like he was there for a little bit and he didn't say a word. And then they're like, Do you just want to leave rivers? We'll take, <laughs> yeah. I'll handle this. Like, yeah, yeah. Thanks guys. <laughs> that's so great. I really hope that's what happened. Uh, <laughs> that's in my head canon now. Yeah. As the kids yeah. say. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to watch any more of these videos without thinking about Rivers just sitting there. <laughs> he doesn't even have a mic on him. <laughs> don't even mic him. I don't even know why he showed up. <laughs> but yeah, but you talk about the commentary. Yeah, while you no, like I, I, yeah and, and, you know, you'll see more as we talk more about the other things on this video capture device, the other music videos, etc. I love that when they start to nerd out about equipment and stuff oh, and they're yeah, like that. oh which guitar is that and like it's so, it's mostly like scott doing it i think because i think i recognize whose voice is whose but i i could not but yeah i think i know who's who but uh yeah it's just funny it's mostly scott being like oh do you still have that guitar like what is that guitar what is that ba-? and ta- him talking about matt sharp's bass and oh, how yeah. it's like, like oh, a specific a jazz bass. yeah <laughs> i yeah because I, I wrote my i took notes while i recorded and i or while i recorded while i watched it and i I just wrote, talking about the guitars, they're such dorks. <laughs> yeah. I wrote down Scott's bass nerdiness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, so we've... but Nerding they, out on guitar stuff in the commentary. <laughs> but you could tell they're kind of like excited about seeing it and all the weirdness. And like the, the part at the end where uh, Pat runs up the little yeah. curve ramp. Mm-hmm. And they got so excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pat has some great moves in this video. Again, it's oh, like... Yeah. I, I don't know if it was like intentional for them to do 25 takes because they're like, oh, they'll loosen up or if they just didn't get it within like 15 takes and well, they just had to keep going. Well, there's also the alternate version that we watched. Yes. It's like, an, I don't know which take it was. It, I think it's take 10. I think it said, because I oh, think at the beginning it says like the thing. Um, actually, I don't know why I said that. I, I have no idea if that's true. Uh, <laughs> I believed it. You sounded so confident. <laughs> and, that. and then I thought, wait, it might have been from say it ain't so. <laughs> But anyways, that the one that the other one that they showed, they were just kind of more straightforward doing the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like uh, you know, he didn't get up and run around the drums. Yeah. And he was just petting a dog at the end. That yeah. Great. That was the only thing that mm-hmm. was really not in line with the song. Like they didn't really do this, the guitar solos as much. Yeah. And I think now that I know that it's sped up, that makes sense. It'd be super hard to oh, yeah. do those solos sped up. Yeah. I'm curious. I would want to see all the takes. Oh, like, God. what did you get? Like, what was the yeah, first take like? There. Yeah. But yeah, I, I love how weird they all are, you know, especially. Okay. So I'm a big Matt Sharp fan. Yeah. You know, I just, it's just, he's always having so much fun, you know, like he doesn't care. He doesn't care what anyone thinks. He's just going to do his thing, you know? Oh, one thing is that, uh, I wrote down in my notes here, can't not mention Africa. I know that yeah. we like don't want to talk about Africa I, I that much, but uh, actually, I, I thought about that. I should have rewatched that video before. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't rewatch it. I've I've seen it, but <laughs> it's like I've seen it a few times. It's not that I don't enjoy that video, actually. Like, I but I enjoy it. 
Yeah, but I enjoy it for reasons like I know I'm being manipulated, and I think that's the whole problem I have with even just the Teal album as a whole. And yeah. that video is so much like, hey, remember all that stuff you like? It's here. And what's weird about that video is that the whole setup is like the Sweater Songs video, but Weird Al is dressed like he's in the Buddy Holly music video. Yes, so that was the weird thing. doesn't go. And it's like they go all around and like they, they hit the same kind of beats. Like you have like the one guy doing Pat's thing where he's like, you know, and then you have the guy who's supposed to be Matt, like snapping his fingers. And it's like, OK, these are these are hitting all the same beats and it's making me happy because it's reminding me of something I like. But it's yeah. not actually good on its own merits. And that's I, what I wonder if me. they would have replicated like they made them do it like 20 times just to see what they came up with. <laughs> I would have loved that if it had been actually that accurate. And there are no dogs in it. And, and well, the, the, the only or the big thing that was different besides the way Weird Al was dressed is he busts out an accordion. Of course, That's true. <laughs> it's again, it's like the uncanny valley of like this. Yeah, is that's almost, exactly. You're, you know, this is almost the video you like, but it's changed just enough that. You still like it, but you're a little bit uncomfortable and unsettled and you don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I think that you mentioned Uncanny Valley before because I was about to make a, yeah. a Tom Hanks <laughs> reference. And I was like, have I said that before on this podcast? Yeah, the, the Polar Express. The Polar Express. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I think we mentioned it on some other episode, but it's like, um, yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel about the whole Teal album is like, they're just trying to get you to like this thing because it reminds you of something. But yeah. You yeah, just feel weird. last episode we talked about Take On Me, and at mm-hmm. least for that video, they did something completely. They did, a, they did. an original video, and yes. I liked I liked that video. Yeah, I think that was that was a, a good idea instead of just you know remaking, replicating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they had the nod. I think that was better because they did the nods to the original, like the rotoscope version of Take On Me. Yeah, and all that stuff, but they didn't just make it make a shot by shot. <laughs> Yeah, no, like, that was like the Vince Vaughn psycho version of. Oh, of, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I forgot about that. I, I've never seen that one, but um, I haven't seen the original either. I'm not a movie oh, person. The original so good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm sure it is. But mm-hmm. at this point, it's it. You know, those movies where you know that they're great and they're legendary and everything. But you're like, I know everything about it already. And I'm not going to it's not going to be as entertaining to me. Well, in a similar way, I have never seen Gone with the Wind, which is probably my big, yeah, you know, me either. Thing. Or Citizen Kane. Oh, C- Citizen Kane's boring. The sled is Rosebud. There, I ruined it for you. <laughs> See, and I know that, but I don't know what that means in the context of the like. I know oh, it that it's about his Hurst childhood. And Done. Whatever, you don't have to and, watch it anymore. <laughs> but and a lot of those movies, they were great when they came out. But now it's just like, oh, everyone else has taken the things that they originated in this movie and done it a million times. Well, so I've, I've seen it a million. I've seen, you've seen the techniques a million times that were new then. Well, and I'd see, I mean, the citizen Kane is like, looks amazing, but I find it a little bit boring. And I had seen the Rosebud episode of the Simpsons long before I saw citizen Kane. Yeah. So, Oh, I've, I've also never watched the Simpsons. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, I knew that. I forgot. I, I've seen, I've seen one full episode of the Simpsons in my life and it was about a racehorse, I think. A racehorse? Yeah. I, uh, in terms of racehorse in it, that's all. I, that's all I remember. It wasn't a, a racing greyhound. No, it was a horse. I remember. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that. Maybe it was like later than season, like fifteen. 
I yeah. But anyways, we're we're, yeah, we're yeah, off, really off track. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Citizen Kane. Yeah. <laughs> back to the Citizen Kane podcast. The Orson Welles podcast. Uh, no, it's any? a good movie. I'm not trying to say it's not. <laughs> Just I've seen it and it bored me a little. Um Was there anything well, else on the Well, the one, oh. oh, I did notice that Pat was he had a, he had a wallet chain. On oh, did he? <laughs> I was like that is super of the time. <laughs> I think I laughed so hard I made the um I made my levels peak. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I'm um, that funny. Yeah. But I saw the wall, Jen. I was like, I have to write that down. That way I mention it. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, Did I have anything else? Oh, or, one thing I wrote anything? down is um, that something they mentioned in the commentary and that I never thought of. It's more related to the song, but in the song they say, God damn. And I oh, forgot yeah. that that's something that would have been censored, I guess. Yeah. Maybe on the radio. I don't know if it was censored when they played that song, but that's so interesting. Like, yeah, you can't say God damn. Or maybe you can now, but uh, you probably could now. But yeah, because like you could say "damn." I remember you could say "damn," but you couldn't say "goddamn." Huh? That's so interesting. Then uh, all those religious nuts would get mad at you. <laughs> so this is kind of off topic, but who cares? It's a podcast. <laughs> Are there songs that you remember hearing on the radio a million times, and they're the edited version? Then you hear the unedited version, and it freaks you, kind of like trips you up. Uh, I I don't remember any but it's possible that either i think it more happens the other way around where it's like i've heard the actual song and then i heard on the radio um i can't remember anything specifically though the the one that always i remember is uh the offspring bad habit Uh because it used to come on the radio all the time when i listened to the alternative rock station you know and then when i was a teenager Wait, do I know that song? Again, I don't know song names sometimes, but I'm sure I've heard it. Yeah, I'm sure you've heard it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to sing it because no one needs to hear that. <laughs> I'll look it up but, later. But there's like a, a bunch of parts where he goes like, you stupid, dumbass, you know, like just <laughs> stuff like that. And it was just all edited out in the radio. But now when I hear it, it comes up on Spotify sometimes where they're like, you like The Offspring? I'm like, I did what, when I was 15. But uh, <laughs> but then I hear the unedited version. It's like, oh, it like my head's like doesn't recognize it wait isn't there that one song that goes like let's get it started in here but that's not what uh, the lyrics are let's get are. retarded yeah that's one i think where i heard the because that's the that's, edited version yeah is, that's yeah that, yeah and i think i didn't know until i heard yeah i think that's one that who did that song black eyed peas oh okay see i don't know anything i i we have a music podcast and i don't know anything <laughs> about music but yeah me either <laughs> we, we do a week a weekly uh, trivia at the local bar and they have a music round and that's always the worst round for us. We never get anything. They had a song by Dishwalla last night, which I I'd heard it. it. You've heard it. Oh. I didn't know who it was. I couldn't. I, I, in fact, right now I can't remember the name of the song, but we always, that that's the one round that always screws us up. We came in fifth. So oh, that's not that out bad. of how many? Five? Out of six. No, at, I think there was like 15 teams. Oh, that's actually pretty good. Which I'm really bad at bad considering we completely failed at the music round. But yeah, again, off track. <laughs> well, if if there was a Weezer trivia night, again, it's it's that kind of similar to The Simpsons though, where it's like I know everything about The Simpsons up to like season 10. Yeah. So if there was a Weezer like a Simpsons trivia night, I would miss a lot of it cuz like I know a lot up to this year and then I don't. But same with Weezer, if you had a Weezer trivia night, I'd know all the early stuff really well. But you ask me something about like Hurley, I'm sorry, I don't know. So 
Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. Is there anything else to say about the sweater song? Um, I think it's a good video. Yeah. I don't think it's anything legendary or anything. Um, but it's iconic. Yeah. It, it's one that you immediately notice when you see it. Mm-hmm. And I do like the little fact of it for Spike Jones just had them hanging upside down for like 10 hours. Yeah. And that's like I said, that's in my head cannon. <laughs> I love that. But the, the next song, we're going to skip over Buddy Holly for now because yeah. we have a lot to say okay. about that one. So uh, the next one. Say it ain't say so. It ain't so. Which we, I think both of us consider yeah. that our favorite Weezer song. That yeah, that's yeah, easily my favorite Weezer song. It's so good. The video, this is the one where I looked, I'm like, Rivers looks like a child. (laughs) He looks like he's 15 years old. There's so much great about their appearances in this video. I mean, yeah, Rivers looks like super young. Brian has no eyebrows. I love it. Yeah, yeah, that he mentioned, because that's why he was wearing the sunglasses, right? (laughs) Yeah, and why they never did any close-ups on him. Now, I remember this from a long time ago, like knowing that he had shaved his eyebrows off for some reason, but I never was able to find out. I think he just did it because he wanted to see what he'd look like. I don't think there was like a, a real a big reason. reason behind yeah. it. He just did he's it. just drunk one night and yeah. like, this would be funny. Because <laughs> when you're in your 20s and you're like in a band, I don't know, you just do weird stuff. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Um, but this video yeah. came out in 95. It did, yeah. So they would have been, I think, 25. I feel like Rivers was born in like 1970 or something. So he would have been like 25, even though he does look like 15. Um yeah. But uh, also, Matt Sharp has blonde hair. Craziness. Yes, that he he looks like a proto uh, Eminem. <laughs> he looks like a slightly darker Eminem, like skin color darker Eminem. <laughs> so maybe and, that's where Eminem got the idea. Ooh, fan theory. I like it. Uh, does Eminem is his hair just normally that color? <laughs> I don't think anyone's hair. Well, I'm not gonna say. I don't think most people's hair is is naturally yeah. that color uh and then pat just looks like a giant nerd they all look like nerds and i love oh, okay. it well pat looks like a nerd like 100 percent of the time so <laughs> yeah, that's true <laughs> he never really looks that different like he's the one that kind of looks the same throughout that's the last true. 25 years that's true and huh. he's always the one that like, again in all these videos he's so happy throughout yeah. all the videos he's just like having fun you can tell he just loves being in a band yeah he does seem like he'd be the most fun to hang out with. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because the, uh, yeah, cause, well, Matt seems like he'd be fun to hang out with. Yeah. Yeah. No, he probably, like, he's always, um, I don't know, he's always like really, well, I, when we go to talking about uh, Buddy Holly, there's more to say on that, but he's always like really good in these videos too because he's really yeah. into playing the bass <laughs> and he's definitely it's, like well, he except loves for being... in, in the sweater song video he, well, he yeah, just like true. sits down it's like i'm tired of this now yeah. <laughs> but he's always like so entertaining to watch and yeah he's always just like trying to be the center of attention i think a little bit yeah which i don't it, know if that's like a basis thing but i love it it's I don't great. think that's a base. I think usually the bassists are just kind of in the background except for yeah. Matt Sharp and Flea. Oh, yeah. 
But Maybe. Brian, he's oh, he always looks like he's pissed off. <laughs> well, and something that was funny is that because okay, so when they recorded the Blue Album, I think prior to the to, uh, to the Blue Album when they formed Weezer, yeah. there was another guy in the band called Jason Cropper. Called him Jason Cropper. Yeah. yeah, and he he um he left the band for some reason before they even released the Blue Album. I don't know if he. I don't even think he played on the blue album. Yeah. I think that he got like some credit on it though. Like, yeah, maybe writing credit or something, but I didn't want to screw him over that much. Yeah. I think rivers played all the songs, like all the guitar parts on the blue album. And I think on say it ain't. So I read that he'd actually done all the vocals or something, but I think they brought Brian on mainly to do the vocals, um, for the blue album because he didn't play guitar on the blue album. Yeah. Cause that was rivers. Um, but, uh, I forgot where I was going with this, but, uh, Oh, Oh yeah. On the commentary, Brian was saying that it was this song, I think that made oh, him yeah, want made him... to be in the band. Yeah. He, yeah. I wrote that down too. And then, uh, Oh, and then Scott was saying that this was also the song that made him want to be in the band, but it just oh, yeah, took oh, him yeah, a about lot five longer. years later. But how yeah. cool is that though? To be like, you know, listening to this song in like 1995 and then like seven years later or however long it was, you're suddenly in the band that you loved, like that you loved a song of. That's that must be so cool for him. Yeah. Like I think about that because I not that because I'm not a musician, but sometimes I'm like, you know, because I sort of work in film or I used to or have <laughs> um, <laughs> I need a job. Um, but Hire somebody. <laughs> yeah. But like I grew up watching the X-Files and then all of a sudden the X-Files is something that's on TV again, even though I don't like the new episodes. But I'm like, yeah. I could work on a show that I, even though it's not really the same show, but I could work on a show that I loved as a kid. That's so weird. I'm not going to because I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to get that job. But I'm just saying it's possible. You can work on the Simpsons. That's still on there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but how or weird family is that? guy. You loved that when you were a kid. Right? Oh God, no. <laughs> But. So, so just just closing out the Jason Cropper thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, according to according to Wikipedia, which is never wrong, never. <laughs> yeah. It's always right. He signed an NDA and he's never publicly spoken about why he left the band. And he Ooh. got a co writing credit on "My Name Is Jonas." He wrote that uh, the the acoustic intro to that. Wow. But apparently, he's friends with all the band members. So, huh? Hmm. That's cool. Interesting. I want to know what he's up to now. Hmm. Yeah, he's he's still kicking around. Looks huh. like he's still. Well, he must stuff. get some royalties from the blue album too, if he's gotten credit on it. So. Well, he got credit on one of the songs, but yeah, yeah. But, but still, that's, that's but, pretty cool. But the video, you know, we don't want to get too much into the right. songs. We'll break down the songs mm-hmm. at some point, but uh, yeah, the the video is really it, it's another simple video. Oh, it's I don't know why, but it's like one of my favorite videos. Well, I think I know why. Is it because of blonde Matt Sharp? No, no, not just that. But no, it's I, I think I just love it's kind of a nostalgic thing. Well, it's me being nostalgic for a time I was never in where it's like, you know, you're in your 20s. It's like the early 90s in Los Angeles. Like I just am very like nostalgic for wanting to have been a part of that time. And yeah. this actually was filmed at their house, yeah. which is so cool. And Again, the Weezer house is in L.A. I've never been to. Again, you can't go in it. No, you but you can stand outside it. and be a creep. <laughs> yeah, but um, they do mention 
uh, in the commentary, and it's all over the internet now. That the address, the, yeah, two 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 six Amherst Avenue. <laughs> so I was on a I was on my phone yesterday, going on a Google Street View to try and look at it. Yeah, and they kind of are talking about in the commentary how it was kind of a rough neighborhood. Or something, and it's like I well, looked they just it up. Said it was it, like a shitty house. Yeah, and I looked it up now, and it looks like a super nice neighborhood. And I was trying to find out how much this house goes for now, and I couldn't find anything on that house specifically. But I found another house on that street uh, a year ago. Ooh, sold let me guess. For, let me guess. Yeah, one point two million. Close. One oh. almost one point five million. Ooh, that, was, that was pretty close. <laughs> yeah. So, but all, uh, you know, and that was twenty five years ago, and since mm-hmm. then, as you know, housing in LA is just oh God. bizarrely insane. Yeah. Because um, so I'm reading. I have the Weezerpedia article. Bizarrely about... insane. Why, why the hell did I say that? It's <laughs> <laughs> not a phrase. <laughs> I know what you meant. Uh, so there's a whole article on the Amherst house. Which is super interesting. It says that Matt and Rivers moved into the Amherst house on March 19th, 1992, which also marks the first time that Weezer ever played a show at the Raji's on Hollywood Boulevard. Hmm. Before that, the band was operating out of uh, 1711 Stoner Avenue, which I'm sure got a lot of laughs from yeah. them, uh, in Los Angeles. Before moving into the Amherst house and playing as Weezer, the Stoner Avenue crew was constantly switching around this member with that member to form bands such as The Truth, The Dum Dums, United Dirt, Fuzz, <laughs> 60 Wrong Great Sausages, names. and Bush. <laughs> oh my God. On March 19th, 1992, Cuomo, Sharp, fresh from Berkeley, and Justin Fisher moved, I don't know who Justin Fisher is, but uh, it's because I didn't click on his link, moved into the Amherst house. They convinced the landlords that they were UCLA film students oh, and yeah, therefore would that. make a lot of noise. <laughs> on that day, Weezer's first show uh, suddenly fell into their laps. Uh, and then early band rehearsals and recordings took place at Amherst. Members began to gravitate to the garage for recording, which is where they filmed this video, which is just so cool. And uh, let's see. In May 1992, the band recorded their first demo in the garage. And then... Oh, uh, nearly a year later, on June 25th, 1993, Weezer signed to Geffen Records. In early August, the day before the band departed for New York City to start recording what would become the Blue Album, they threw a huge party at the Amherst House. This was not the first nor the last such party, but it was the biggest and the craziest. When Geffen A&R rep Todd Sullivan's assistant, Denise McDonald, arrived the next morning to fly the band out to New York, she found several passed-out partygoers on the lawn and throughout the house. Also during the night, the only toilet in the house was smashed. (laughs) Oh God! <laughs> See, when so you know mo- most of the video is just them in the garage and with all the carpet on the wall, which looks pretty cool, you yeah. know, for the sound for the sound dampening and everything. Mm-hmm. But they do that like one quick shot where he comes through that where they go through the kitchen into the yeah. garage. And when they did that, I thought that looks so much like a place that I lived in <laughs> when I was in my early mid twenties. You know, with, yeah. with two of my friends, we'd always have parties. Like we turned the, you know, the garage, we turned it like we had a foosball table and a ping pong table and we had a hookah lounge <laughs> in our garage. And I was, if we, if we were in a band, we would have just, you know, played music in there. Yeah. But it reminded me of that time of my life. Just, just that one shot, like yeah. all of a sudden just hit me in the nostalgia feels. Yeah. It felt like college kind of, even though I yeah. never lived in a house like that, but it's like, you know, I went to school in Santa Barbara and that was, uh, there's Isla Vista, which is the like student community next to it. 
and it's where all the parties would happen. Uh, and it just reminds me of those houses where you cram way too many people into a house yeah. so you can all afford it. And it's like, it's just a mess. <laughs> yeah. It's just all these people. Yeah. All these people that don't really have jobs <laughs> or like what? high paying jobs or your <laughs> part-time job or something. Well, I think that's why this video is so fun too, is because it really does feel authentic because it is like that yeah. is actually where they practiced and you can kind of feel it. Um, on the subject of the carpeting in, in the garage, it says that in 2005, the current residents of the house were told they had to move out and they had one final blowout party. Oh yeah. Um, I read about that. Yeah. At the party, Weezer fans cut off pieces of the famous, ugly, ineffective soundproofing used carpeting that had lined the walls and ceiling of the garage for nearly 15 years to keep as mementos. Yeah. I, th I think I read somewhere where like they were selling it for like five bucks. Like to each oh of the... my God. I want one. But also... <laughs> Also, I could have been making that up. A lot of the <laughs> stuff I say might not be true. It sounds well, true, though. Yeah. See, that's the thing. As long as it sounds true, <laughs> then it's then it might as well be true. <laughs> but yeah, I want to. I do want to go to this again. You can't go in. I don't know what the point is, but it's like it's right there. Yeah. I live in this town. It's a little far from me. Like I'm not just around that area very often. It's kind of. I'm um, just getting into the L.A. part of the podcast. <laughs> it's like if you go down the 405 and take oh, the 10 God. West, it's like. <laughs> well, you have to do it in the voice that they do on the Californian the sketch. <laughs> I can't, I can't do it. Go into the 405. <laughs> I like uh, I don't know. I can't do a California accent. I'm sorry. Um, well, I've only lived here my whole life. In, well, next month or right when this is released, I will be there and we can yeah, drive by. We should. I wonder Might how many well. people go and I wonder if like the people I actually I'm not going to say who it is. But if you Google the address, you can actually find the name of the person who lives there now, which is cr crazy. And that information should not be publicly available. But <laughs> um, I wonder if people like knock on the door oh, and God. ask you to know go they inside. Do. People, people are <laughs> I, I, I said in a previous episode about the Walter White House here in Albuquerque. Yeah. <laughs> people are jerks. They are. People people have no respect for boundaries they're like "Ooh, that's that's something i recognize from pop culture i right? must be part of it it's but like, it's no, like yeah somebody lives there that's somebody's, that's somebody's house. house yeah and especially like with the weezer house this hasn't been weezer <laughs> in like yeah. a long time and yeah i do wonder what it looks like now because again it seems like it's gone through a lot of renovations and it's in a I think of, I don't know, I guess 1.5 million isn't like super fancy by LA standards. Jeez. There's a house on my street because I sometimes will look up like prices of houses just to yeah. depress myself. Uh, but there's, I was looking up like houses on my street where I live in Pasadena just to see how much they go for. And it's like, this isn't like, it's not a bad neighborhood. It's near a community college, but it's not like a fancy neighborhood at all. And the houses aren't big at all. And there was a house that was for sale on my street that's eight hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's not. It's nice. It's a cute house, but like that's a cute little house, you know. Do you know what you can get for eight hundred thousand dollars in Albuquerque? <laughs> I don't want to know. I'm gonna be sad. <laughs> a mansion? <laughs> oh, pretty much. Oh, like yeah. my like I know people that have like a twenty five hundred square foot house, two stories, five or four bedrooms, and it was about. 150,000. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to cry. <laughs> but also you live in the suburbs in Albuquerque. Yeah. So it's, the weather's you, really nice here. Yeah. The weather is nice here. Most of the time. <laughs> Actually, it's really nice right now. Oh. I should be outside instead. I'm recording a podcast. Yeah. 
Ugh, yeah, that's that's weird thing too about LA is like the weather's so great, but everyone's always inside recording podcasts. <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's like the number one industry, right? In LA? May, I don't know. <laughs> well, there's porn. Oh yeah. Anyway, okay, number two. Yeah. So let's see. Yeah, the Weezer house, super neat. Oh, um, this this video also features Carl. Yes, I was about to say that Carl doing laundry. That's one of my notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's one of my. That's exactly what I wrote down. <laughs> I wrote Carl. Oh, no, I wrote Carl doing the laundry. So, oh, uh, okay. I was a I little more specific. More. <laughs> I was more concise. You were more. Yeah. yeah. Um, the editor but, in me really, <laughs> really praises you for that. <laughs> but that's cool. Carl's like, Carl's been their friend for a long time. Yeah. He's like neat. the, on a, actually, he's kind of the official historian, I guess. Yeah. And he's like the Weezer historian. And mm-hmm. he, I'm sure he, He'd probably have an interesting book to write if yeah. they ever wanted to do that. Well, and I think he, this whole, this Weezer video capture device thing, I think he made it. Yeah. It looks very much like, because um, around the time it came out, I was in film school and we would sometimes make our own DVDs too. Not that it's not nice. It's like, but I can, I almost know what program he used to make this <laughs> DVD. <laughs> yeah. DVD Studio Pro, anyone? No. Uh, but yeah, no, you can tell he's like the tech yeah, he's like the tech guy, the guy who knows computers and he yeah. made everything. He, I think he edited everything on the DVD, which is cool. I think so. Yeah, and he has the little note. I don't know if you read the note mm-hmm. on the DVD. I was like, sorry, not everything's, you know, <laughs> the greatest quality. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because between like 1992 sources. and 2004, a lot changed in terms of technology and being able to film stuff and edit stuff. So yeah, well, a lot of that stuff is. And it's ridiculous when, so I, I, I'm a big baseball fan. So I watch a lot of baseball and you see the highlights from 15 years ago, even. And the quality on it is so bad. Yeah. It's like, how are we watching? Like now you can yeah. zoom in on everything. You can see the seams on the ball. And, yeah. but back then it's like, it's like grainy. It's like, it, it looks the same from 1985 as it does in like 2005. Yeah. It's really weird, like how fast things progress in terms of yeah. technology, like between, yeah, the 90s and the 2000s. But, um, you know, film has only been a thing for uh, about 120 years. I'm just trying to use my film degree yeah, in this I was episode. Say. I'm just gearing up to talk about Buddy Holly in a second, like, which we'll do because I. Ever since have... that train drove right at the people. Or <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, yeah. In the movie theater. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think my microphone peaked again. I'm going to turn myself down. <laughs> got too excited yeah they thought the train was coming right at them so cool um but it's in black and white why would they think (laughs) things weren't black and white in real life hey Um, who knows so the the one segment that's not in the garage yes is them really badly playing hacky sack i wrote down hacky sack yes that's important stuff them heading the hacky sack (laughs) like it's a soccer ball i think it was so awkward (laughs) I think Pat makes a really good point. I think it was Pat who said it where none of the shots are like, they're yeah. all, it's just a bunch of different shots cut together to make it seem like they're playing hacky sack, but it's like they weren't really doing very well. And yeah, even they have the, a little bit more in the alternate version. Yeah. Uh-huh. Where and you can kind of see them. It's like they hit it and somebody kicks it way behind rivers and it's like, <laughs> well, go start over. But hacky sack is hard. I think I tried to play it once. It well, not... you could tell they know how to do it. Like they're right. Like you can they're, tell they've done it before. Yeah. Like they're using the right motions and everything. Mm-hmm. It's just not going where they where it should. <laughs> oh, another interesting thing about that part that Brian mentions in the commentary is that he's wearing a stormtrooper shirt. Oh, yeah. Which is so 
Like, they would not have allowed that. Like, they were saying that, oh, they must have just, like, forgot that you were wearing that. Like, maybe his lack yeah, of eyebrows distracted it. people. But, yeah, they would have asked him to change. Like, usually, you know, they would bring, you know, a bunch of different wardrobe options. And I'm sure somebody would have been like, hey, this is Star Wars. And especially if that were to happen now, because now Disney owns Star Wars, I'm sure that just would not be. Oh, they would yeah. get sued. They well, would get sued. And also, it was their... Um, third music video and they yeah. weren't really big yet when they recorded mm-hmm. it like because the buddy holly they'd already done the buddy holly video but yeah. i bet that it wasn't out yet mm-hmm. so, th- so yeah they probably weren't even, weren't even thinking like oh this is gonna get seen by a lot of people be careful about you know logos and brands and things but. yeah yeah there's no there's probably nobody on the set that was thinking of that kind of stuff mm-hmm. Th- this wasn't a spike jones directed one no this was sophie muller yes and that was I looked her up because, I mean, again, I love this video, um, and she's done a ton of music videos, which is oh, so really? cool. Yeah, she's an English music video director, and uh, her videography goes back to 1982 was when she started, and she did a bunch of Eurythmics videos. Huh. Um, she's done, like, uh, Sinead O'Connor videos no doubt. in the 90s. Yeah, Annie Lennox. Killers, Radiohead. Yeah, Pink. even going up to like she's still working. It seems. Yeah, she still did so, a couple videos this year. Yeah, so she was a, a. By that time, she was already an established. Yeah, which is so cool. Like, wow, she did a lot of rhythmic videos. Yeah, she and you know it's probably not fair not fair to say that um, she's not well known or something because I think the reason we all know Spike Jones is partly because oh, yeah. he's done theatrical films, which yeah maybe we're more familiar with. But I think it's so cool, like Sophie Muller is especially being a woman in the film industry and stuff. She's so prolific as a music video director. I think that's amazing. So I'm really happy to find, I'm really happy to find out that a woman directed this. I think that's so cool. So well, it, and it, it is, you know, there's a lot of little things that are cool in it, like the camera movement when yeah. the, when the music changes. Yeah. And so I like cool. that they let it run a little bit after the song so you could see Rivers drink from his juice box. <laughs> I love when they're all making fun of like Pat and Rivers in the commentary where yeah. they're like, now I will drink, now I will do some math. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so great. But yeah. But again, this is another like really kind of simple video in a way. It's like the band playing a song, but there are these yeah. little details that make it so cool. Like any of the shots that are going, you know, like the one that's going through the house or the one that goes in through the side when Pat's just like killing it on the drums, that shot is so cool. Yeah. And the little like wide angle things where it kind of goes, it's like kind of fish-eyed. Those are so cool. Those little touches that make it unique. And I think it's so it cool. is a million times better than that B-roll alternate video that's on the DVD. Yeah. <laughs> like that one just kind of like a, it, it really looks like a skateboard, like a skateboarding video, like the way that the cuts come in it. Like that's not insulting it. I think that's kind of what they were going for. Well, I wonder if that was maybe, because that's kind of like... Carl yeah. cut together some stuff. I think that was more what that was, maybe. Yeah, and they interspersed like live uh, stuff. A couple of live things where Rivers is wearing another soccer jersey in the live stuff there. <laughs> like he was wearing a soccer jersey in the uh, in the Undone oh. sweater song video. Wait, that's the first thing I noticed. I'm like, he was wearing a soccer jersey. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even a, notice. It was from a Mexican team. <laughs> oh, yeah. Rivers and is a big soccer fan. In case people didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, and he's played like in charity soccer events, and they're not on video. I wish mm-hmm. they were. Oh. So I saw some interview where he 
he like got an assist from Mia Hamm. Huh. He said it was the like the best moment of his life. Oh my god, that's so. <laughs> and I cool. wouldn't make fun of him, but that would be the best moment of my life too <laughs> if that ever happened. Hey, Mia I don't Hamm's even know soccer, best. and that'd be the best moment of my life. I mean, yeah. I've heard of her; she's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So, is there anything else you want to say about the "Say It Ain't So" video? I think that's all I have to say. I just love the vi- like; it's one of my favorite videos. Oh, well, one thing I do want to say. Oh, I know what it was. Wait, let me bring it up because we are talking about these out of order and we'll go and talk about Buddy Holly in a second. Yeah. Uh, but I think part of the reason that this video was so straightforward is because they'd done the Buddy Holly video. And I think this will be a good segue, unless you have anything else to say about Sadie and So, a good no. segue into the Buddy Holly music video is that uh, the huge success of Buddy Holly's music video confused and angered Cuomo. He believed fans only liked Weezer because of this gimmicky music video and weren't taking the songwriting seriously. Stay tuned for more Happy Days. And this says, these feelings played a large part in causing Weezer's more serious, straightforward sophomore album, Pinkerton. During promotion for Pinkerton, Cuomo refused to have any of their music videos contain anything even remotely gimmicky. And many fans and critics blame that decision as the cause of the album's eventual commercial failure. Um, We'll talk about Pinkerton another time, but I think that's why Say It Ain't So is such a more straightforward video. Maybe they didn't want to, or I mean, why would you do, you can't really top Buddy Holly if you're going to do another gimmicky video. You want to do something else. The two first ones, I mean, even Undone the Sweater Song was also, it had humor to it and Mm -hmm. it was different than everything else. And then Say It Ain't So is pretty basic. Yeah, like you said, basic. And I get I kind of get where Rivers is coming from on that. Yeah. But also it's like so many people are known for their music videos and it's not a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, it got, I mean, Buddy Holly put them on the map. Well, well, Satan So is a little bit, I think it's a little more of a serious song. So you wouldn't have a gimmicky music video, but I I also think that Buddy Holly is meant to be a serious song because I think Rivers even said, uh, I don't know where I read this. I can't remember, but I think he said that people thought the song was funny, but it's really not. Yeah. Like it's, I barely know what it's about, but I think it's about somebody, somebody was like making fun of his friend or something. Yeah, uh, oh, kissing his girl. Yeah. The lyrical inspiration. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Derived from an incident in which the other members of Weezer were making fun of Cuomo's friend, Kyung Hee. Cuomo talks about how he originally didn't want to include the song on the album. I don't know. It's, sort of weird that I never think of this song as being very serious because I always think of the video, which is just so fun yeah. and so lighthearted. So, and I mean, it is a really lighthearted sounding song too. So if he yeah. was going for serious, like he made it sound like a pop. Like, exactly. It is like a pop rock song, mm-hmm. but yeah, the buddy Holly video, uh, classic directed by classic Spike video, Jones, directed by Spike Jones, um, has a heavy, heavily <laughs> happy days uh element well the whole thing it's is 100 like happy days yeah mm-hmm. yeah and the thing that so from the comment commentary the thing i didn't realize is that the actor who played arnold is actually there yeah <laughs> they said that, that he looked exactly the same and they just spray painted his hair <laughs> yeah like he looked exactly the same but his hair was white and i was like that makes so much sense yeah now when you rewatch it knowing that he was 
physically there and everyone and uh i forget who said it on the commentary but he said you know if you have arnold then everything else just everyone ignores everything else and yeah it's true like because i i've always thought how did they do it because you know it was 95 or 94 so obviously it wasn't you know 2019 cgi Mm -hmm. which even now looks kind of iffy yeah but yeah, no, that that's so cool. Because if you were to think that he was CGI, then the whole rest of the video being CGI makes sense. But because he's actually there, you can kind of yeah. see. Uh, well, and again, I just this whole episode is me trying to use my film degree because <laughs> degrees. Um, but I Ooh, degrees. I got a degree Multiple. in editing, and yeah. this whole video is editing. So I'm really excited that we're talking about this because it really like I guess the band would always lie and say it was CGI. Yeah. But it actually was just, and by just editing, it's like Spike Jones had to go and find all these clips. He had Comb to go through, through all these Happy Days episodes to find clips that would go with moments, you know, when one, you know, one person is looking off to the side, Can like the part where Brian's like, <laughs> spreadsheet. yeah, he probably did have a spreadsheet. Oh no, I'm sure he had a massive spreadsheet trying to figure out gross, every, <laughs> trying to figure out everything that was going on. But. Yeah, no, I mean, he probably had assistants and things to comb through episodes, but I'm sure he planned it out before because you have the moment where like Brian's mouthing, I love you. And then oh, they yeah. cut to some woman off screen. Joni. Um, there's just like that cutting and it's so cool. Uh, okay, uh, I'm going to. Joni. Can, from... can I? Oh, is it jo- Joni? So, you know, Happy Days better than I do. I, yeah, think... I don't know. Great. But yeah. I know I watched some Happy Days and I'm not sure if it was because of this video that I started like watching happy days on nick at night or something but i did watch some of it i mean ron howard's great um big fan of his but yeah it's just a simple sitcom from yeah glorifying the 50s and where there's no black people (laughs) (laughs) yeah but so yeah this is all built around editing so if you watch it it's like they're never in a shot with Ron Howard. Yeah. But it looks like he's there because you have one thing and then you cut to Ron Howard and it's like he's there. It's the power of editing. That's why I like editing. It's and great stuff. Another thing that's great about this video is they make the quality of the shot of the band playing look very similar to the old, you know, to the old style of video, like the video quality and everything. Yeah. Which I think that's what, where a lot of the thing where they try to do something similar, it goes wrong because you can yeah. tell that it's, not the same, but it looks very similar. Like just the, it looks seamless, the like, yellowness mm-hmm. of it, the color and like the film grain. Like, I don't know if they, yeah, yeah they probably would have shot this on film. It was the nineties, but uh, yeah, it looks exact with yeah, the stuff they're cutting in. A lot of videos that kind of try to do the same thing. I think that's where they fall down is mm-hmm. you don't, it doesn't, you could tell that the new stuff is new and the old stuff is old. And this yeah. one, it looks pretty, Pretty seamless, except yeah. for when Henry Winkler starts dancing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Guy looks a little bit different, but yeah, his hair is too black. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> but props to them for making sure his dancing lined up with. Oh God! Yeah. The shots, like. Yeah, that's he can good dance. Mm-hmm. Like they said in the commentary, that's a lot of effort. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to, like I could not do that. Mm-hmm. No, it was those great. Russian dancing moves. <laughs> yeah so first of all their acting is great in this like i watched this video a few times yesterday because i just wanted to like watch especially like matt and brian are they're like so into it they're like really 
playing the part of happy days era yeah. like musicians just like bouncing around it's so funny and even rivers is kind of into it yeah he is he's like smiling he's like act- they're all acting and so pat's great. always into it so <laughs> well i like how in the commentary he kept pointing out how sad he was that day <laughs> and, oh, oh i thought that was brian no that was pat oh, see i can't tell the voice but he, he he gets the best moment in the video yeah that's true the where freeze he frame? point no where he points oh. the to the well, the freeze frame's cool too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he gets to point his drumstick to the fawns. Yeah, it's like two thirds of the way through the video before the fawn shows up. Yeah, which is if you think of, you know if you ever watch Happy Days, he was by far the breakout character of that show. Oh yeah, the coolest. So they Spike Jones saved him yeah. for the for the third act of the video, which so was dancing. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, if you're if you're going through old Happy Days episodes and you find that, you're like, oh, yeah, God. we gotta use that. <laughs> Because he's dancing. <laughs> oh, I'm sure Spike Jones remembered that. Maybe, yeah. That that happened. Because, well, I was going to say because that's iconic, but it might be iconic from this music video in my, in my head. I don't know. Well, I wonder how big of a Happy Days fan Spike Jones was. He probably was at least a little bit of a Happy Days He fan. had to be. <laughs> yeah. I, I think at that time, we're, it was just always on. Like, you know, at Gilligan's Island and stuff like that. Nobody's oh, a yeah. huge fan of Gilligan's Island, but if... Every comedian who's in their forties <laughs> remembers getting home from school and watching it, and <laughs> they have a joke about Gillian's Island. <laughs> but for me, that I don't really. Yeah, I've watched a little bit of all those shows. For some reason, this is a little off topic, but for some reason, when I was a kid, I was really into the Munsters. Huh. I don't know why. Yeah. No. Not not the show. Adams Family. No. I mean, I like those movies, but like, yeah, if I would watch really old shows, it would be the Munsters. It's really weird. <laughs> yeah. I, and I'm sure now if we watch any of those shows, it'd be like, this is so bad. I'm sure. Oh, it's Especially shame. like the Munsters and Gilligan's Island and all that yeah. stuff from that era. Those sitcoms are so disposable and yeah. bad. Uh, um, but even people should email us and be mad at us for saying that about their favorite shows. Okay. If, if your favorite show is Gilligan's Island, then just... <laughs> Stop listening. Like, I don't want you to listen. Um, so we're, we're I, a two and a half man podcast. <laughs> Only people who, who like two and a half men should listen. Two and a half men would be a good name for a two and a half men podcast. If it's two men and a child's doing child? a podcast. <laughs> anyway, Weezer. Um, <laughs> I think one of the things that I thought was funny, I feel like the commentary is really great on this one, specifically for a lot of the stuff that Pat is saying, because yeah. he points out that he looks sad, which is kind of funny. And they were all like, oh, shouldn't you've been happy? Like, wasn't the band blowing up? And he's like, I think, and I wrote this down as a quote, there was like apprehension at possible not blowing up because they blew <laughs> up because of this video. And so yeah. they hadn't really like, you know, there's that apprehension of like, what if... What, what if we just look stupid? What if I'm wasting my life, you know? <laughs> the thing that I think all the time, like they were thinking it then. <laughs> well, yeah. And then also you're doing this ridiculous thing. Like you're not a big band yet. You've, yeah. this was their second video. So mm-hmm. all they've done is, is this really weird video yeah. where like dogs run out, <laughs> wild dogs, as Spike Jones says, uh, runs at them. And then the next video they said, okay, we're going to dress you up like you. You're in the 50s, your 50s style Leatherman jackets. 
And, and you're just like, oh my re- God, what am I doing with my recreate life? Recreate the, the happy day set. Well, I'm sure also when you're doing it on the day, you're like, this is going to be stupid. And I'm sure once they saw yeah. it, they were like, wow, that's Maybe. cool. Maybe. I mean, but at the time, if you're filming it, you're like, how is any of this going to work? Oh, yeah. It's just you have to have a lot Pat of trust like, in the director and his yeah. vision for that. And, you know, Spike must jo- have. But, you know, Spike Jones wasn't, this was, you know, at the start of his career. Mm-hmm. He wasn't Spike Jones yet, you know? That's true. But at least they probably knew that they liked working with him because they'd done it once before. So I'm sure, I, I don't know how it all went down that they did this music video with him. But, uh... I think it's cool that the uh, record label must have chosen yeah. him for that reason. Yeah, they have to prove it, especially because yeah. it has to be, it had to be expensive to use all that footage. Yeah, it must have been. Um, let's see. Oh, fun fact that I'm I'm reading on the Weezerpedia page. Yeah. So that this video was featured on the Microsoft Windows 95 CD-ROM. Huh. Yeah. I think I, I feel like I had that, but I don't remember watching. Yeah, this video. I remember, he, remember hearing that somewhere too. It's probably I on this podcast in one of our past episodes. <laughs> I had, I had uh, Windows ninety five. I had Encarta ninety five. Remember Encarta ninety five? Oh god, yeah. <laughs> Before Wikipedia came, yeah. came through and destroyed encyclopedias, both online and yeah. Oh, but uh, another fun fact about this video is that it won four awards at the 1995 MTV Video Music Awards, including prizes for Breakthrough Video and Best Alternative Video. Best Alternative Video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was looking up and Spike Jones in 94 directed 12 music videos. Wow. Including two. Just in ones. 1994. Wow. That's so and, cool. See, and this wasn't even the best one that he directed in 94. Buddy Holly wasn't. The best one he directed was Sabotage by the oh, Beastie Boys. Oh, was that Boys. also 1994? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's a great video. He directed three Beastie Boys videos in 94. Oh, my God. That's, yeah. ugh, man, people who are talented make me jealous. <laughs> no, that's so cool. Like, no, that's that's so cool. I'm I'm happy for him. I'm just going through his music videos. I'm like, oh, that's a good one. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> so in this video, uh. Matt Sharp has the line at the end where he's talking to Al and Al's like, oh, yeah, he says, well, like, did you try the fish or something? And he's like, it's not so good, Al. Not so good, Al. Yep, Fun. yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so good. Fun fact. Uh, so the rentals recently last year, I want to say, or at least maybe a few months ago. I think it was last year, though. Uh, they released a song called Elon Musk is making me sad. <laughs> and it's it's about like how Elon Maybe I Musk like and, the rentals. <laughs> it's about how Elon Musk and Matt Sharp, I think oh, they were born around the same time, but how Elon Musk has done so much more with his life than Matt Sharp is essentially what the song is about. Yeah. And the chorus of the song goes, I'm not gonna sing it, I'm just gonna read it. Um because Elon's <laughs> making me so sad because I calculated the math of our birth dates and I had a head start out of the start gate. Two years plus 86 days, but that all went to waste. But for a second, there's no question. I had the lead in 95. 
But the small ambitions of a musician, I could not keep my eye on the prize. I watched him fly by to incredible heights. So he's like, I was ahead in 95, but then Elon Musk like did so much more. And then also, he says... Elon Musk is such a douchebag. He is, yeah. <laughs> and then the next line goes, when it's time to say goodbye, what will they write on my tombstone? Just that last little line from the Happy Days video, not so good, Jones. <laughs> so he references this video in this song. So, And it's a really catchy song. I like it. So... Uh, We'll put a link to that if people want to listen to it. But. Yeah, if less, yeah, Elon Musk is a jerk. Yeah, he is. And it's sad because, okay, not that this is ever going to be a thing, but <laughs> when I think about, oh, when I win the lottery, this is what I'm going to do. Originally, like, I wanted to, Tesla. like, buy a Tesla. Now I'm like, damn it, I don't even want to buy a Tesla anymore. <laughs> that's why it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, that's the main reason why yeah. you're not going to win the lottery. Oh, sad, sad. Um, yeah, so Elon Musk is making it, all of us sad. And also when they're, when they're leaving, you know, we mentioned the question at the end, they all, they all leave, they all have their equipment and everything that turns off lights. They just leave the drums there. <laughs> like, <laughs> are they going to come point. back for them later? <laughs> there are some holes in this music video. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm starting to think this video, they didn't, they didn't map it out. <laughs> yeah. They didn't really plan completely. it well enough. <laughs> yeah. They didn't do enough work on this video where they intercut 50 different episodes of happy days to. I'm just imagining, like, I'm imagining you at some, or some nerd at some con uh, where Spike Jones is, and it's like they have questions, and somebody comes up and they're like, um, at the end of the Buddy Holly music video, uh, nobody took the drums, and I was wondering why. <laughs> was that a choice, or was it like the drums that were at Al's Diner, or? <laughs> one more thing I wanted to uh, mention, I think one more thing that I have in my notes is that it's just so funny how Pat, and this happens Again, we'll talk about some of the other music videos later on, but I've watched through all of this uh, video capture device with commentary and it's really funny, but it's funny how much they comment on their appearances. And in this yeah. one, like Pat keeps commenting that he's like fat and he's like, I need to mix in a salad. <laughs> and it's yeah. so sad. It's like, I feel I, bad for it. But like, there's so I, many other videos where they mention like, oh, I love that shirt I'm wearing or like, I wish I still had those pants. And it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. They mentioned that a lot in the city. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think that Brian was like, yeah, yeah that orange shirt. So yeah. cool. But they're always like, it's the same way they talk about their guitars though. Like they're mentioning in the same date. So music video, it's like, Hey, do you still have that guitar? No, that one got stolen. I don't have that guitar head anymore. Such nerds. I love it. Also, I think that that's kind of Pat's personality too, is to be self-deprecating. Yeah. Always the jokester. He's the but drummer. Sense, yeah. yeah. Drummer's got to, can't be the serious one. But he's so, he seems like such a fun person. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah, want dr to have Drummers have to be the, they, they can't just be like the normal one in the band. They have to be either the funny one or the insane yeah. one. <laughs> Luckily uh, he's the funny one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's an insane one in Weezer. <laughs> well. I mean, insane, like going out and partying and stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> just insane in different ways. Like, like he, oh, he does mention, uh, in the commentary on undone, how uh he's like keith moon couldn't keep time then anyway oh yeah that was so <laughs> just kind of joke and then afterwards he's like don't he's like i'm joking don't yeah. get mad at me i don't know what i'm saying i don't know what i'm saying <laughs> it's like oh i'm insulting a legendary drummer uh, oh but i think scott said that anyway oh did he <laughs> yeah. See, I, 
I cannot tell their voices apart. <laughs> I think I know their voices and I don't know why. Well, no, because I, I mentioned in our me. I, I mentioned in our very first episode, I think, that like the Keep Fishing music video was the one oh, that yeah. really got me into Weezer. And they all talk in that one. So I think I just know what their voices <laughs> sound like because they all have like speaking lines in that one. So Yeah. Or I don't think I don't know if Scott says anything. I don't know. Yeah, but that's I, where I, I know. I watched that video like a couple weeks ago. But oh, yeah. I it's cute, remember. right? <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's the Muppets. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's adorable. If you don't love the Muppets, stop listening to this podcast. <laughs> so there's three things. <laughs> if Gilligan's yeah. Island is your favorite show, yeah. if you don't love the Muppets, and if you don't love Two and a Half Men. <laughs> Any one of those three, stop listening. <laughs> All right, I'm going to stop listening right now. Where <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Sheen stands in this podcast. Uh, I'm not going to. He's never done anything I don't bad, right? That. We, we, <laughs> we did not discuss this before we started the podcast that we would be pro Charlie Sheen. Uh, but yeah, um, I don't think I have anything else about this video, just that it's. Really it's kind of hard to discuss yeah. because it's like it's just such a good video <laughs> well it speaks for itself honestly if you just watch it it's like wow that is impressive <laughs> yeah and it it is the song that broke them and it's probably the video that broke them and i kind of mm-hmm. wish they would have gone back and done more fun videos like i guess they did with keep fishing stuff like that but yeah at least well, you're never gonna hit that high again well, I am excited to eventually, whenever we do our Pinkerton music videos episode, uh, those are, I mean, actually, no, there is a video there that is sort of fun and gimmicky. It, I don't know if I've seen any of them ever. Oh, it's so good. Well, just as like a little sneak preview of that episode, <laughs> which is coming out, I don't know when. It's not going to be next because we're going to mix these up, but El Scorcho. Plus we don't know what's next. Right. We <laughs> El Scorcho and The Good Life. There were only two videos off that. I think there's a pink triangle video on the video capture device, but I think it's just something Carl put together with some of their live performances. So it's not yeah. like an official music video, but those two are, are fun. And we'll talk about those. Cause I, I love the El Scorcho music video. The good life one is interesting and uh, there's so much to say about it. I'm too excited. <laughs> Don't let me talk about Pinkerton yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have a lot to talk about. Too, too, uh, I, I, and I haven't seen the videos yet. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll watch them like that day. I won't yeah. watch them until then. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. Cause. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We have a bunch of stuff that I have to not do until then. Like I, have yeah. to, I haven't listened to the rentals, so I won't do that until Ooh. we do a rentals. We'll do like, I don't know, just listen to all, all their singles or something. Yeah. No, listen to all their, you have to, you have to listen to all their <laughs> albums. At least the first two albums you have to listen to all the way through because they're both so good. Yeah. I don't know if I had that time <laughs> in my life. <laughs> yeah. We are pro Matt Sharp. At least I am. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm, it's because of his music. <laughs> it's because of his blonde hair. His blonde, blonde hair. hair. Oh my God. I just got a flashback. Oh, I didn't even realize this was a thing. Well, I don't know if I should, whatever. I, I overshare on all my podcasts, but <laughs> in high school, my high school crush also had blonde hair, like bleach blonde hair. Mm. So it's <sighs> starting, to, starting to all come together. I didn't need to remember that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> high school, man. What yeah. a time. Half our lives ago. Um. Well, well is there anything I else think, to say? I think we've said a lot. Yeah, I think we've discussed the hell out of these three music videos from 25 yeah. years ago. Yeah, and if you haven't seen them, please go and watch you, them yeah. because they are, they're all great. I love all these. If like, you haven't seen them, let us know what it was like listening to yeah. this without knowing what they were. <laughs> or let us know what your opinion was the first time you saw it. 
yeah, you can you can uh, tweet at us at WeezerPod. Yeah, or Instagram Instagram at us <laughs> at WeezerPod. I don't know. DM us. In, I don't know. Insta us. Yeah, or email us WeezerTurnPod at gmail.com. Send us all and your we're thoughts. On, we're on Facebook, so like that page mm-hmm. and do all that stuff. We'll we'll put up some like a uh, little video clips or whatever or something. Oh, we can share the videos on Facebook. We'll oh, that's true. That. That's a that's a smarter idea than what I said. Because <laughs> they're all on YouTube, so we'll just share them. Yeah, yeah, just share the entire thing instead of like sharing a ten second clip. <laughs> but uh, do you have anything to promote, Sarah? Besides oh, the Bluth oh podcast, I, have I guess a million, promote that well, again. Well, um. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, I guess <laughs> like, oh my God, I'm on the spot. I have to promote things. No, just follow me on Instagram at Sarah Iyer. If you want to see cat pictures, follow <laughs> me on Twitter at Sarah and Julie Iyer. If you want to just hear, just read me, read things that I've said that are stupid. Uh, listen to my other podcast, the Percast, And then my other podcast, the Bluth, the whole Bluth, and nothing but the Bluth. If you like animation, that's it. What do you have? You can follow me on Twitter at You're FBI tweeting Hop. again. Yes, I'm tweeting again. So before even the video, <laughs> uh, the videos, before the podcast that I said I'm not <laughs> tweeting have even come out, I started tweeting again. Yeah. Um, but follow me there for all your New Mexico politics uh, <laughs> news and baseball stuff because it's baseball season. Yeah. Um, my other podcast, like I said, is only 90s kids. Find that everywhere you find podcasts. Um, if you like this podcast that you're listening to now um follow us on itunes stitcher google play mm-hmm. whatever rate review subscribe, us review yeah, rate subscribe and uh t- tell a friend about it tell a yeah. friend who mentioned buddy holly once that <laughs> hey there's this podcast about weezer no no it's not weird don't run away <laughs> oh yeah so relatable people always run away when i talk about weezer um yeah oh, f- we didn't discuss how to end this again um, oh well, you know, Weezer is a band. <laughs> this is a podcast about them. Bye. Spike Jones forever. <laughs> Good work, guys. I mean, you were really great. Thanks, Al. Sensational. Hey, anyone try the fish tonight? That's not so good, Al. Not so good, Al. Yeah, yeah, yeah.